Good morning, and welcome to Lopes on Movies. My name is Joey Lopes, and today I am joined by the one, the only, Connor. Good morning. What's going on, Connor? How are you doing on this fine evening that we are recording this episode? Oh, I'm doing really well. Doing really well. Finally, like all the busy stuff that I had to do this year is like over. I had like several weddings to go to. Mm-hmm. giant trip overseas uh you know constant things mm-hmm. non-stop mm-hmm. and it's just kind of nice to just sit back relax and then uh, you know maybe go to a movie yeah kick back and watch the movies right that's that's the best thing you can do with your free time isn't it um that and watch the mets but only when they're uh only when they're winning which is you know the past <laughs> couple of weeks has been a bit of a uh hit or miss proposition yeah, I mean, I don't know how much that plays in uh, the Delaware area. They're big <laughs> Phillies fans. They they did not give us. They didn't do us any favors, though. The no, Phillies. no, they didn't. Oh, as <laughs> they wouldn't. <laughs> well, you know, it is what it is. Um, it's it's been a long season. We'll see how it all shakes out over the next couple of uh, weeks. But you know, baseball's great. Baseball's very uh, you know a very cinematic sport, as I always say. It's uh, the real-life movies is what baseball is in a lot of ways. It is. Um, it is. And football's back, too, which is just, yeah. you know, something. F- football's, football's good. I like football, but, like, to me, baseball is, like, you know, baseball is movies. Football is TV. Baseball is movies. That's kind of right. where I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's, my, uh, <laughs> that's my comparison that I'm going to make today. Uh, it's a little bit of a cruel comparison, but I got gotcha. you. You know what I'm saying, though, right? You, you understand me completely when I say that. Yeah, I, yeah, I do, but I think I don't think ba- I don't think football is as bad as TV. Okay. Okay, sure, sure. Um, but <laughs> baseball is definitely as good as movies. At, at and now, are you excited to talk about the Game of Thrones prequel show? <laughs> what is it called? House of the Dragon. House Man, of I'm, the I'm, Dragon. I'm just a Game of Thrones story. I, I just it's it's so crazy to me how like. So I think it did very well for like a a show in general, but like not I don't I don't think it did better than the original Game of Thrones. Or at least like not like the finale or whatever. Like it didn't have that kind of viewership, but it still did very well for an HBO show. Um, I think it I think they they put in a lot of stuff that it did like better than than any show premiere ever. Which I mean, I don't think that's is true. is a I think I, that's what they put out something like that, and that's kind of cheating because you have a property already that people know it's like yeah, it's very right. different than something that's not known already i'm just surprised um, at how many people are, are, are like you know fool me once shame on me you know fool me twice shame on you or whatever you know and it's like after that 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 last season of game of thrones are you people really going back for more i, I don't know uh, i don't know it's 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 wild especially to the the fact that i guess George R. R. Martin's more involved in this one. Yeah, and but you remember he was very involved in that those first four seasons of Game of Thrones too. Well, he but was. But something I, else it, catches his eye, and he's like, "Well, all right, I leave it to you guys now." <laughs> and you know, you guys aren't very good at their jobs. So, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, the, the the problem was the you guys. Definitely. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it just it, it seems like a dangerous proposition to be you know getting back into the Game of Thrones TV show game. Well, I guess uh, while we're talking about this, I think. I think that show has done better than the Rings of Power. Have you heard anything about uh, this one? 
Well, the, the annoying thing about the Rings of Power is like now anytime you buy a package or like buy anything from Amazon, it's packaged in like, you know, watch Rings of Power boxes and, mm-hmm. and stuff. It's, it's, there's <laughs> something so weird to me about this, like the Amazon's way of promoting their their thing where it's like all their packaging is like watch our show is, you know, the place where you buy, you know, I, I just bought like spray paint for a, uh, for a, a little project I'm working on. And my spray paint is telling me to watch the Lord of the Rings. It's just it's a very bizarre world. <laughs> we're, we're well, you're going to listen to your spray paint. Well, of course, obviously. Um, <laughs> but now that's another one that's like that. That's a funny one because it seems like they they put so much unbelievable money into it, but the people that are making the show are like nobodies. So, so it's like, why, why would I want to watch like you know some like third string screenwriter's idea of what a good lord of the rings show would be compared to like you know peter jackson doing the the originals and it was it had so much of his like artistic stamp on it it's like these guys are just like rented directors for for bezos so but not so only not only like his artistic stamp but like he was so such a passionate fan that yeah right like meticulously worked for years to make sure the story was accurate and right yeah and man. just was and i i guess I'm not hearing a lot of good things about uh, the rings of rings of power initially, but I don't know. Yeah, what you've I, heard. I mean, all, all I've heard is like some people kind of like it. Like no, nobody's mustering much more than ah, eh, it's kind of good. Like so, it's either you you really don't like it, or you're like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Which is like you know that's the kiss of death for a TV show. I feel like. Yeah, you mean you got to be like way better, but the fact that they both came out like the house of dragon and then rings of power two things that are very i think they're very comparable just because they're both you know i mean lord of the rings and game yeah. of thrones have already been compared for a while and then Big for budget, them both epic to have fantasy. like yeah. prequel series coming yeah. out at the same time like inevitably they're going to be compared against each other yeah and it's very bizarre how that happened i do think re- that that uh the house of dragon is sort of like winning with people's hearts a little bit yeah i think that's pretty clear yeah Yeah. yeah, people people generally have enjoyed what they've seen of it so far is what i'm i'm gathering so that's that's uh you know that's pretty funny i do (laughs) i thought i read something somewhere that i don't know who said it some amazon representative was like yeah you know we're putting all our eggs in this basket you know everything about the future of amazon depends on how well this show does like uh (laughs) uh-oh Yeah, that's pretty scary. <laughs> whenever, those, whenever that's what you have to work on. Yeah, I don't know. Just like I feel like if you were going to go that that far, maybe you should have, you know, tried to hire like a really good filmmaker instead of you know nobody to to make your show instead of know. Patrick McKay, whoever that is. Yeah, I don't know. And John D. Payne. Ah, John D. Payne, who's best known for being an uncredited writer of star trek beyond this is what i'm saying third (laughs) screenwriter (laughs) he's uncredited like how did this guy get like the biggest property in the world i I don't know how this stuff i I really don't know how this stuff happens it's it's hollywood is such a bizarre place i guess this is even hollywood this is just the tech world you know this is bezos himself he probably called him up like i I just don't get it (laughs) oh well well, I think, Connor, what we should do today is talk about something that's, you know, a little bit more fun, a little bit more close to what we enjoy and are all about on this show. 
which is introducing our audience to great movies. The the ironic thing is that what we're going to talk about today um, really not only needs no introduction, but we probably should have watched it like a long time ago. <laughs> yes. I think, I think everybody else has been introduced to this movie and it's it's on us for having just never watched it for some reason. Uh, so, uh, of course, we're talking about Jaws, you know, the Steven Spielberg classic from 1975, Jaws. For some reason, this is one of those blind spots for me, you know. It's been playing in theaters for the past, like, couple of couple of weekends. It's probably not anymore, but do you know why, like, what the, what the purpose was for, for Jaws being in theaters recently? No, I, no, I, I don't, but uh, I saw it there, and I was like, you know, it's, it's probably time to see it. And I also saw that it was playing in, like, the, like on the IMAX screen, which I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, if I'm yeah. going to see it, I want to see it, like, biggest screen possible, and, you know, I, that, well, that's so, a great way so to I do did. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I, I missed the window where I could have seen it in theaters somewhat near Delaware, so I just watched it at my house. But you know, I'm, that's that's fine. You know, they got a good system. Not the IMAX experience, but I'm I'm just here for the movie. I'm sure I'll enjoy it if it's good. Uh, but yeah, like I've seen plenty of Steven Spielberg movies. Like I've seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind multiple Which times. I saw that in theaters. That, that's actually. shortly after Jaws. Yeah, not long. Only only two years. Um, and yeah, I actually did see that in theaters, which was a incredible experience. Uh, and of course, you know, other Steven Spielberg movies from around the same time, Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T. Like I've seen all like a lot of the classics. It's just for some reason, Jaws was just like I, I never got around to it. Even though that's one of, if not the most historically important movie of the '70s, next to Star Wars. Um, so it's just a little bizarre that. Uh, somehow i never got around to it and somehow we never got around to it but i always knew i would like it like this it was it was one of those just kind of like foregone conclusions where it's like someday i'm gonna watch this i'm gonna love it and it's just gonna be all right finally i've i've checked that box you know so that's mm-hmm. where i'm at and i don't know where you're at yeah i'm definitely there it, it, i it's hard to believe that it actually exceeded expectations for me <laughs> I, I was like blown away by how much i i thought it was just great the whole how this i I mean, I guess I didn't, like, I don't know. I, I thought that a lot of this would be the spectacle of just how, how the special effects of the time and how, how well it looked. Mm-hmm. And, like, the story would maybe be, like, not as, as strong. But I, I even loved, like, the way they think the story is simple, but it's just, like, perfect of, like, oh, why yeah. this is all happening. How, uh, you know, I mean, we, we can get into it. But, like, sure, basically sure, sure. every single aspect of the movie from the story to the acting to the music to the special effects is like the it's it's like as it's as good as like movies can do i think oh yeah absolutely absolutely i mean it's 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 one of those movies that you you watch it the lights are down the lights come up and you just like throw your hands in the air i want a picture you know like uh <laughs> yeah al pacino oh i, and, I uh, sent you that meme like uh yeah. or it's not even a meme i just i wanted it to be that i wanted yeah, it yeah. to be a meme i'm just al pacino <laughs> from once my time in hollywood going you know when he's talking to uh i love that stuff yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's uh i mean that that's what this is all the way of course well uh you know jaws probably doesn't really need much of a synopsis but i I don't know if you want to like maybe give a brief rundown of of the plot just to get us going here and who's in it and everything yeah okay i mean i'll just read off imdb and then we can just kind of go from there imdb Uh, you know how much i love it uh, we always do. They always nail it. Uh, when a killer shark unleashes chaos on a beach community off Cape Cod, 
It's up to the local sheriff, a marine biologist, and an old seafarer to hunt the beast down. That's actually a pretty good description. That's a good one. Yeah, no, yeah. That, that's one of the better ones we've seen. Maybe it's because it's an old movie, so they've had plenty of time to get it right compared to like yeah, it's not movies like the, where they, you know, they don't know. They give you doing. like one sentence and it's like not even what the movie is. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like they look at the poster and what they assume yeah, exactly. is happening in it. Uh, that, was obviously, good. that was good. Yeah, yeah. So directed by Steven Spielberg. This is like the movie that really like put him on the map, I think. He oh, might yeah, have directed definitely. a few things before that and mainly like, I think he did direct some TV and some shows mm-hmm. and stuff, but this is like mm-hmm. the movie that really like, like put him, put him out there. And then so, oh, yeah. Uh, the main stars are Roy Schneider, Robert Shaw, and Richard Dreyfus, mm-hmm. all uh, all giants. But there's even some like smaller uh, roles that uh, that are that are you know pretty good in it. So I, I mean, Roy Schneider, Joe. I'm not sure if you're familiar with with him. He's in the movie The French Connection. He is. But who does he play in The French Connection? I haven't uh, seen that movie Russo, in a long time. Buddy Russo. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. That, that's another movie that I saw like a really long time ago. But for yeah, some reason, I always think of of him as Brody, even though I haven't seen Jaws. Yeah, yeah. I, just I mean, he's know so, of he's him just as like, that character. We'll get into yeah. that, but he, he's just so great in this. Oh yeah, <laughs> in Jaws, yeah, he's, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then there's uh, uh, Richard Dreyfus, who pretty much is is like known for you know Jaws, the, the Close Encounters of the Third Kind, also, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, the Goodbye Girl which I'm not sure if you've seen that. Like, the 70s mm-hmm. were his, like, wheelhouse. He was also in uh, American Graffiti with George Lucas. So he, he uh, right. you know, That's he right. crossed over with there. And then mm-hmm. he did a bunch of stuff, more recent things that I'm not huge on. Like, I think Mr. Holland's like, Opus? Uh, I think he was, did, I think he was Mr. Holland's Opus. Am I, I, am I, I right about I, I gotta know, look you, this you up. Just to make I think, sure. I think he's I'm even right. gotten suckered yeah. in and done. he's done <laughs> some uh, of the Jaws, like, like uh, sequels. <laughs> well, so did, so did Schneider, though. Like, <laughs> well, of course they all they all they all have, but I mean, more recent, uh, maybe maybe not. But I know he did like the Bernie Madoff show, like a mini series. Oh, did he? oh that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, he did a bunch of like forgettable stuff like that. Uh, I remember he was in. I don't remember what the name of the movie was called or what it was called, but he was in a. He, I think he was in that movie with uh, with with all like the old old guy like special agents or something like Bruce the, Willis. The Expendables. And, no, what was it called? Red, Red? or something? Red? Yeah, I think he, he was, was in Red. Red. I think he was in Red. He was also oh, wow. in, uh, and he also played Dick Cheney in W. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel, like, Oliver, the, the I feel like he's movie. got the the right build for for Dick Cheney, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah, but well, uh, of course, the seventies were, were, were his wheelhouse. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, to me, like this and Close Encounters are. You know, if I'm ever going to be thinking of Richard Dreyfuss, it's those two movies. Yeah, that put him on the map. And then even like Murray Hamilton, who played the a character that I think is is fantastic, which is like is the mayor. Oh, the mayor. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's amazing. He's fantastic. He was also in uh, uh, The Graduate and Anatomy of a Murder, which is one of my favorite yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, he's so, great in both of those movies. Too. Yeah. I mean, he's great. He's great in this. Too. I, I love also. I love him in The Graduate. There's something about the, the his performance in that movie. It's so memorable to me. I don't know. It's a great yeah. movie, too. Yeah, so heavy hitters all around, and I mean, but so I guess how, how do you want to how do you want to start this, Joe? I, mean, I guess what do you what do you think of of Jaws? And then I mean, I'll go into what I what I think. I mean, so, I think this is, I think Jaws is a phenomenal movie. It's it's uh, the thing that I was thinking about while like while watching it, especially as like you you go through from beginning, middle to end, is uh, the thing I'm always interested in is like this, the structure of a story. 
And I was really fascinated by the way Jaws is structured because it really feels like, and I'm sure people have talked about this, but I'm sure it it, it feels a lot like two movies to me where the first is like a a different kind of movie from the second, if that yes. makes sense. Or like the first, the first like hour or so of the movie, because I think the movie's like two hours. So like the first hour of the movie is setting up the 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 danger of this thing and has its own kind of climax with, with its own climactic scene. And then it's like after this this scene takes place, it's like, all right, now we're going to switch into a different mode entirely where it's like, you know, the first half of the movie is establishing the threat of the shark, getting into a really, really dangerous situation involving the shark. And now it's, it's in it, like, there's no question about it. We have to do something about it. And the second half of the movie is the adventure portion where they go out to sea to capture the shark. And it goes into a completely different like mode of operation. Where before it was like a big ensemble cast with tons of different people and tons of different like little storylines and things happening. And then the last hour is just three guys on a boat hunting a shark. And the way that it transitions from the first to the second is is so like it, it's so natural it, that you don't even like realize it. But it really is bizarre when you think about it in. Uh, in, in like the larger context that like the movie completely shifts gears once they get on the yep. boat and becomes something totally different. And I think that's just so awesome that like he, that, that Spielberg was able to have such a good command over both kinds of storytelling. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I like how it's hinted at too, that you're going to get to this point. Like when you first meet, uh, I, I think it's like one of the best scenes too. When you first meet uh, Quint, when they're mm-hmm. all deciding like, like in like the, I guess like the town hall, yeah, like, what are we going to do about this shark? And then Quint, Quint introduces himself with like scratching his nails on the chalkboard yeah, 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 as yeah. like this crazy sea captain that's like, yo, there's only one way. And, you know, he's like, <laughs> yeah, the, they're going to have to hunt it. And then like, you kind of don't get back to him for a while. And it's just kind of they go about like, you know, how, how they're going to handle it themselves. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you get, but you, you get back to that kind of like adventure plot. You know, it's like hinted at uh, there. But, the thing that's so cool about this is the way you're just like mesmerized the whole the whole time in uh, in in this movie. Like you're to, you're you ha- it has your attention the entire way through and mm-hmm. you're like captivated the whole like the entire time. It's also it, it's kind of like weirdly funny too. Like in just like Oh yeah, yeah. At, especially at the beginning uh, with like Murray Hamilton's character uh Vaughn the mayor who like there's this killer shark, but because of like how important like the like the beach season is for this town, like they have to keep he he like forces uh Brody's uh, Rob Schneider's character, the police chief, to like keep the beach open mm-hmm. <laughs> because like they would lose too much money if there was a killer yeah, shark yeah, and they yeah. wouldn't be able to like make money on it, which is just like perfect. And then the char- the character of Brody is just so perfect. He's like a a guy who you could kind of like you can tell just enough from what they give you that he's like a a former city police officer that's like kind of mm-hmm. done with that kind of world and wants to go to like a small town thing and to get yeah, away yeah. from that and then he takes a job to be the police chief in this you know smaller you know you know beach community thinking that that's yep. kind of like a retirement gig sort yeah, of compared to what he's <laughs> compared to what he's used to you know he can yep. just raises families and young kids and and that that would be it but then he's like he has to get thrown into this situation with this shark and then you find out that he's also like afraid of water basically mm-hmm. or like in it's uh it's fantastic and then like richard Dreyfus character hooper 
you know, who is the marine biologist that they they bring in, who's just like the shark obsessed guy who kind of can bridge the gap to like show how <laughs> like they there's more there's more going on here than than just like a small shark attack that they all just kind of want to like hand waves. Oh, we solved it. All right. We're all good now. Yeah, definitely it, the uh, the wackiest character in the movie. Yes. And yes. I like that that could bother you if you're like looking for something that's like totally realistic that like so we have this eccentric shark expert who's like you know examining the uh the remains of the the, the people who were, were killed and we're like we, we can tell at the, the size of the, the the bite radius of this shark was much bigger and like, but you know like, what? i don't know silly character but i love is, it like, i'm is, all about but, like, it like how but but quint is silly like how, how silly is he oh quint like, is very silly no like, <laughs> they're, they're, absolutely but i, I it's love like, how, like cartoon characters but it's yeah, great they're all, but it. they're all cartoon characters like and even brody is kind of that way like he's just like so extreme with his uh uh you know the way he's like scared at the first or like how about the scene where af- after it's all going down he's just off on his own like drinking and he's like pouring yeah, an yeah, entire yeah. bottle of wine and like to yeah, a glass yeah, yeah. like and then he's just like all right well let's just let's just go do it like they're all like cartoon characters but it's it it works so well because oh it's, yeah it's great it's, it's a great. very serious it's such a serious topic with some ridiculously good special effects that still hold up today oh, yeah. entirely absolutely absolutely that must yeah. have been just like terrifying like, i could see why like no one would want to go into water because of a movie like this <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> yeah even like like i feel like there there would definitely be people today who would who haven't seen jaws who would think about especially younger people are like there's no way that it looks that good you know there's there's no way that i would actually be like you know scared of scared by this or find it tense or whatever but i don't know like i feel like the uh the last like 20 minutes of this movie especially are very tense and there's there's nothing about that mechanical shark that makes you think it's not real to me yeah like it's it's a very convincing effect oh for sure too and i i I mean everybody talks about this too that the the not showing the monster like for so long like works so well for the build that tension but i like how 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 it's especially at the beginning i got i i felt like it was it, it was like a slasher movie at the beginning a like little with, bit yeah it's like, got that it's got that feel to it yeah yeah especially with that that opening with with just characters that you know we're never we're not going to see again you know mm-hmm. just like to set up what's happening there yep you know like with like i imagine like college students that are out there and then there's a shark attack and you know mm-hmm. and then you see you know that's what gets the story going mm-hmm. uh but it's just it's just it's just great it uh, all all the way through yeah no absolutely yeah and the one one other thing that i uh that i love about it just just for me like the, so like people if you mentioned like the the not showing the shark thing everybody always talks about how it's like oh this was uh you're comparing this to like alfred hitchcock you know we're not, we're not showing the threat or whatever right but the thing that really made me happy as a sort of i don't know a nod to hitchcock but a very hitchcockian thing in the movie is the classic hitchcock ending which is basically like you have your climax of the movie, the most intense part happens, and then movie's over. Yeah, perfect. You know, there's, there's, it's just you know, wrap it up, all done, get us out of there. There's, there's no like, you know, everybody kind of sitting around talking about what this meant for them. There's no denouement, as you'd call it. It's just mm-hmm. threat taken care of, on our way back, movie over. I love it. It's, it's like it just leaves you like, like 
on a high, you know, <laughs> just because it was so intense. You get that like perfect like conclusion to everything, and then just you're done. You know, that's yeah. that's the best way to end a movie. Always has been the best way to end a movie. And uh, yeah, it's 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 perfect. Like I don't I don't know what else to say. It's just one. Of and those, I feel like it's hard to recreate films. something like as cool as this, especially with that second act, like with the the three the three of them on the boat, like going after Jaws to figure out what to you know to, to get them. Basically, yeah. like I feel yeah, like yeah. that's what they wanted. I mean, we talked. I talked about this movie briefly last week in our Idris Elba special. That movie Beast <laughs> with the lion, who is like the yeah, predator yeah, yeah, yeah. lion, who's going after them. I feel like they wanted to do something like Jaws, like in that, and to make it like a cool way to try to like how man could like go up against like a a wild like mm-hmm. beast of nature. Yeah. But they just didn't have enough to do with it, and like it yeah. wasn't exciting enough to. You know, even with all the special effects they have and everything, it just wasn't able to. It really didn't have enough, and that's the, the yeah. and that movie felt so thin. But this one, like that whole sequence in the second act of when they're 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 basically going going up up head to head against you know against the you know this giant killer shark. It's so captivating. Like, oh yeah, the, no, the it's, whole it's way through. And yeah, you're not, you're not sure that they're going to yeah. be able to, you know, like you're, they're going to be able to get him, really. Yeah, yeah. At one point, you're like, wait a second. This sh- I think the shark has the upper hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, but it's so saying. weird to like, like you're watching the movie in that sense where it's like you're thinking like this, this shark is outsmarting them. You know, this, That's this, what's this, so this, cool this, about it, though. It's, it's awesome. Though, you know? Yeah. Like the shark yeah. was bait with the shark was baiting them. In, yeah. into like all the things that they were doing which is so cool it's all right like so how destroying about... the boat and like, yeah yeah just, which is it's, it's oh, and how incredible. how great did that look too oh my gosh yeah like that's... the whole thing like I, I just feel like i i don't know if it's if it's this that's that contributes to it exactly but like i feel like a big part of why that second act works so well is because you have that hour-long build-up towards it you know where it's right. like you establish the threat of the shark so painstakingly and make it like this existential nightmare that this adventure to go capture it takes on this like completely ridiculous amount of gravitas and importance to it. So that once you finally get to it, it's like this, you know, very, very epic mission that these guys are on, which I think is like, there's other, other things that don't really, I'm I'm assuming beast doesn't have anything like that. No, well, I think that's exactly what you said. Like they just have that. There's not, there's not really enough of that at all. Like get you to, to feel anything yeah so all right well how about you know before we before we wrap up the music i mean of course this is you know this, I, the thing that's so funny about the uh the john williams music for this is that it's become so parodied that you'd think watching it that it wouldn't like it wouldn't work for you you know like you'd think like ah it's just it's too corny i get it you know i've, I've heard it a million times and other things but it still works man like it, it's i feel like that like the the classic you know the minor second interval melody thing it, he it, it's obviously a big part of the score but it's not like the only thing in the score you know and i feel like that's what all the parodies just kind of rely on is just that that aspect of it um which doesn't really like give the, the full context of his arrangements and orchestration that leads to like the the intensity of that music um so like it still it still works, man. Like if you <laughs> you gotta like just take any of your preconceived notions and not think about them and just go in there and like listen to it and be like, man, this is a really good movie score, you know? Yep. Yep. 
fantastic. So I, I think this Spielberg guy is, you know, probably got something. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, well, he's got a movie coming out. Well, I think it just premiered somewhere in one of the film festivals called Fablemans, which yep. I think is like is his movie that's not but is about him and like his his life growing up and wanting to become a filmmaker. You know, very indulgent, uh, potentially egotistical project. However, for someone like Spielberg, I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course I mean, I, I, <laughs> the cast is is pretty good, too. We got we got our Paul Dano, who's great. Everybody you know, loves Paul Dano. Michelle Williams. Well, I don't know if everybody loves. <laughs> I don't know if everybody loves Paul Dano. Well, I, 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 I enjoy. I think Paul he's, Dano. Yeah, he's he's good. He's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah. That, that'll be a cool movie. Um, and you know, Jaws is is an unimpeachable classic. You know, what can you do? It's just one of those great movies. So if you haven't seen it like us, just kind of like haven't gotten around to it. You know, it's you can't go wrong. <laughs> you know, you might as well just uh, give it a shot. I'm sure you'll love it. So yep. yeah, we'll see you uh, next week. <laughs>